USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Fireworks and ammonium nitrate appear to have been the fuel that ignited the massive explosion that rocked the Lebanese capital of Beirut. Experts and videos of the blast suggest. The scale of the damage from the epicenter of the explosion at the port of Beirut to the windows blown out miles away resembles other blasts involving the chemical compound commonly used as an agricultural fertilizer. As schools across the country make decisions on regarding how to reopen safely, the CDC says the chance that a child will die from COVID-19 is one in a million. Kids will be going back to school in South Dakota. South Dakota Republican Governor Kristi Noem. Our kids need to be in school. It's better for them. We've got a lot of kids that haven't checked in since this virus hit. It's really our most vulnerable population that needs to be back in those classrooms. This is USA Radio News. Right now, we're all experiencing something that we've never been through before, and one of the big changes is wearing a face cover. Many studies show that face covers work to slow the spread, but the kind you use really matters because not all offer the same protection. Boomer Naturals offers a highly rated consumer face cover with three layers of comfortable, breathable cotton polyester blend cloth in sizes for adults and children. These are in stock now and shipped to you fast. These multi-use covers are also very affordable at about 30 cents a day. One reason why these are so highly protective is each layer is enhanced with nano-silver technology that can aid infiltration, block droplets and tiny particles, and that middle layer is your built-in filter. Boomer Naturals donates one face cover for every order to nonprofits and charities, helping tens of thousands of Americans in need. Order today at BoomerNaturals.com. Use promo code WARRADIO20 at checkout and save 20%. That's promo code WARRADIO20. Boomer Naturals, your source for in-stock face covers. At least six people are dead after Tropical Storm Isaias spawned tornadoes and dumped rain inland during its march up the East Coast. Isaias made landfall as a Category 1 hurricane in North Carolina. It was downgraded to a tropical storm on its way to the Northeast. The National Hurricane Center says Isaias is now moving into Canada. Some governors are joining together to get millions of coronavirus test kits. USA Radio Network's Wendy King reports. A coalition of governors from seven states announced an interstate compact to expand COVID-19 testing. Maryland, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, North Carolina, Ohio, and Virginia joined the compact, along with the Rockefeller Foundation to expand rapid point-of-care antigen tests for the coronavirus by purchasing more than three million. President Trump also says coronavirus testing will continue to increase across the country. You're listening to USA Radio News. What hotel do you imagine when thinking of the West? That's right, Best Western. The Best Western in Elko, Nevada, at the base of the beautiful Ruby Mountains, is waiting to greet you. They have the largest hotel rooms and indoor pool in Elko, and their pool with jacuzzi and fitness room are open 24-7. The peaceful and comforting Elko Inn goes beyond your expectations to provide superior customer service that ensures an enjoyable stay. The pet-friendly Elko Inn starts serving breakfast at 4 a.m. for that early riser, and they have a patio with a a fireplace and grill to help you feel right at home. And by the time you leave, you will feel like family. Call 775-738-8787. That's 775-PET-US-US for your reservation. Don't forget to mention KSHP Radio for your special rate of $89. Some restrictions apply. That's just $89 at the Best Western 
elk go in. This is the sound of water loaded with aquatic life. This is the sound of exotic birds and reptiles. And this is the sound of kids. Put them together and you've got Sequest Interactive Aquarium in Las Vegas. Snorkel with stingray. Feed the fish and animal. Tons of hands-on exhibits. It's an interactive experience the entire family will love. And a great place for birthday parties, class and educational field trips, private parties, and more. See to believe at the Sequest Interactive Aquarium in Las Vegas. Online at sequestaquariums.com. In 1974, a tiny little kitchen started selling omelets to locals and tourists in historic downtown Truckee, California. At 10 feet, 3 inches wide, and only 39 seats, guests would have to squeeze in to eat their breakfast. From little beginnings to the big time in Las Vegas, Squeeze In has been featured on Food Network and Forbes for their great food served by genuinely happy people in a super fun environment. Squeeze In has two locations in Las Vegas. Go to their website at squeezein.com for more information. Thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. Edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. Oh boy, we got all kinds of stuff going on. The hockey's awesome. 
morning, noon, and night. We've got baseball. We've got hoops. we got soccer. The PGA Championship, the first golf major this weekend. There's plenty on the docket. Let's see if the uh, how football's going to rock and roll here. But it's starting to happen again. And with all the games that are on the board... Always a great time to check in with the guys. We're heading east. We invite you to check out SportsInsiderRadio.com. Let's welcome in John and Mike. How did you boys hold up with the storm in Baltimore yesterday? It was the first day I didn't play golf, so I was a little bit uh, upset <laughs> this is this guy, yeah. that the storm had to withheld me from playing. He is really, morning, you, know what, you know what, John? Uh, my, I'm not a shrink, you know, but... Uh, he Mike has a real obs, uh, obsessive personality. Well, he already started with me. He said, it, "Now I understand why you you know you ride. You're a cyclist. You like to be out no. in nature." So he was making that correlation. So, but no, you know. but I, I, no, I'm just saying. And you know, the, while we've been doing this, you know, the we when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens, you think he's number 56 out there running around playing, and, and, a, hur- and a hurricane goes running through, and it's about his golf game. Yeah, but you know what? The hurricane came through in the morning. I was able to go practice and hit the range at night. Um, It didn't stop me. It irritated me because I go to the range, Brian. I've made a couple tweaks from a coach on my swing. I'm bombing it at the range. I then translate that exact motion uh, with my new driver's swing on the course this morning, and the ball goes 10 feet. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and I, I want to literally I, break the club. I I do that all the time. I you go on the range, you know, you walk up, loosen up, you hit a couple of wedges, a couple of mid-range irons, pull the driver out, hit about four or five drivers, get the old bones moving. Uh, you stripe four drivers on the practice range, and get up and airmail one right off the tee after hitting four great ones on the driving range. It's it's the most Welcome frustrating. Welcome, <laughs> right? Uh, but you know, it's fun. I was able to, when I play really early, I noticed that in the first part of the front nine, I'm, I'm a little tight. Things aren't moving as, as comfortably as they are once I loosen up. And then on the back nine, I start smacking the ball around. So all in all, it was fun. But more importantly, we now have a week of NBA under our belt. And uh, I think they're putting out a fantastic product, Brian. I think the games have been competitive. They're doing the whole Zoom um, fans in the stands, and they're making it kind of like a home game. I still think it's you know the, there's no real home field edge to an extent. But um, teams that what I've noticed and why we've been so successful is certain teams really get a huge edge at home, where they really play off their fans, they play with the you know enthusiasm, and and they they do much better. And now when they come here, there's so many different elements where certain teams. Like, for example, tonight, the Lakers have already clinched home field. Not home field, but they've clinched the number one seat. So they, don't, they had to come out hot. They had to come out and win, and for the Clippers to lose a couple games, which happened. So now they're in a scenario where they're waiting for either the eighth seed or that play-in game of eight through nine, and they really don't have anything to play for. So now they could get healthy. I'm sure the starters will play less minutes because at this point, even though they were already healthy coming in with that huge break, they they want to be in rhythm. But again, you know, with this situation where there's really no home field advantage, certain teams you could just tell 
are playing better here than they would if it was a home or away game. Would you agree with that? I think there's a lot of who wants to be there and who doesn't want to be there. Uh, and, and, and not much defense being played. But that's fine. You, know, you watch, you learn, you pay attention. But that's like that in the regular season as well. I mean, outside of the bubble. And they really, during the regular season, they don't play great defense till the fourth quarter. You know, it's, this is funny. I'll bring this up. The one time I saw the best defense I have seen all year, was in the All-Star game when they had that um, Elam ending. Do you remember that? Uh, the NBA All-Star game? Yeah. No, so I, didn't watch, Elam en- I didn't watch five seconds of that. <laughs> so they had, they had the Elam ending, which is they play to a score. They don't play for time. So the whole game, it's back and forth, it's back and forth. Then it's literally play to a score, and then the charities are involved, and you know they have to win each quarter. And these guys literally, for the last – you know, 10, 12 points of that game were playing lights-out defense. It was like literally a game seven of the NBA Finals. It was the best All-Star game I've seen because of that. They switched it up. But normally till the playoffs, they just literally don't care. I mean, they're, it's just the pace of play. And it's been like that for many years in the NBA, and that's why you see teams that are 18-point, um, you know, have an 18-point lead, blow the lead, and lose outright. It's just you don't see that nearly as much in college. What do you, what do you think of the job uh, in terms of the numbers you've been seeing, John? I mean, uh, you'll start working on that database. But oh, I got numbers today. Today we got numbers. It's like, so here's the first thing. The first thing is the number 12. I've been saying this for years. Baseball is the most profitable sport to bet on if you follow streaks. Now, I'm not one for giving out free information because I don't believe in blindly betting systems. But for every listener out there, if you want a little free shortened season, I told you guys about the dogs in the, in the, in the NBA and the dogs in baseball in these shortened seasons, and we'll get to that in a minute. But here's the, you think streaks aren't important in, in baseball? Well, you, you're playing every day. Obviously, we've had modifications with St. Louis and rain delays and Miami, but let's talk about the streaks. Yankees, 7-0 and the last seven. Chai Sox, 6-0 and the last six. Twins, 5-0. and Cubs, 5-0. and Colorado, 4-0. and Oakland, 4-0. and Washington, 3-0. Pittsburgh Pirates, 0-6. KC Royals, 0-5. Seattle, 0-4. San Fran coming back to earth after being the most profitable team in baseball, 0-3. Arizona, 0-3. Twelve teams that if you literally woke up every day and you said, I'm only going to bet this game based on whether they won or lost the prior day. So for you listeners... You don't need to handicap. You don't want to pay for information. I'm giving it away. You wake up, you say, I'm going to ride the train. I'm betting the Yankees today. I'm betting the White Sox today. I'm betting Minnesota. I'm fading Pittsburgh. I'm fading. Yes, of course these streaks are going to end, but what happens is it's the momentum play. And so I know it sounds like, how can you not worry about the pitcher? How can you not? You don't have to worry. Um, and because, again, you're going to get streaks in this sport like no other sport. And the, the look, 
you, if you're the guy fading the Yankees, waiting for them to lose because there's not value, you know you hate that word, Brian, and this time I have to agree, then you're going you're gonna to get crushed. And so from a numbers point of view, when you can do something as simple as that, stay on the train in the direction, up or down. It's the same in that way people trade the financial markets. You basically fade Pittsburgh till they prove otherwise. And you, you take the Yankees, and it's simple. I know it sounds so, mis- so simple that it's easy. Now, have I been doing this? Am I, am I financially part? No, I'm looking at the numbers. I don't have to be involved in every game, Brian. But for li- listeners out there, the streak is the most important stat in baseball. It is the most important stat, but this is where the money line equals out. The Yankees are seven, but they're not really doing much on the money. They're, you're up, you're up two hundred ninety nine dollars if you bet every game to win a hundred bucks. And so again, when we talk about the most profitable teams, the Orioles lost last night. Guess what? They're the most profitable team in baseball. The Baltimore Orioles. If you have bet every single game, they are five and four, Brian. Five and four. They're up one game over 500, and if you've risked to win, risked whatever the line was to win a hundred dollars on the Orioles, you were up five hundred and twenty-five dollars. They are holding the number one spot in baseball. So, for all you guys that like, if you faded the Orioles yesterday, you know it's a bad move financially. I will say that. Another free pick I'll give out, free tip, is take the Orioles when they're a dog. When they're a favorite, they're probably not even worth being a favorite, but they seem to play up to the competition when they're a dog. I didn't like the fact that Baltimore was laying 15 cents yesterday, and that's where I say there's no value. But when I can get them plus 200, plus 300, and they're, and they're playing at 50-50, there you go. Go ahead. On What were you going to say, well, Brian? I'm, I want to ask you, okay, the Yankees' seven-game winning streak. Yeah, they're up. You're up two hundred ninety nine dollars overall right. the whole season. All right. Well, my question is, they win the first game by a run. The last six games, they've they've won by two or more. Yeah, I know where they, you're going with well, this. Well, I'm that's just, for an NHL conversation for later. No, it's a baseball conversation. I mean, well, if you well, if you're if you're in the you go okay, you, you're saying you're identifying a streak, and and you're comfortable that a streak is underway and you're going to run them. It should is there the wherewithal that you make a play on the game and another half unit play on the run line? It's interesting. So I do do that, and I did that on Calgary. Um, I did that on. We talked about last week. I said Montreal wouldn't be surprised at getting a plus price on the first game against Pittsburgh. Montreal won. Then the, Tuesday I came back and I took Montreal on the on the puck line. I've been more apt to do it in in a. Uh, in, in, in NHL, but because of especially the running on, se- the, you know, the new rules where you put the runner on second, I don't know. I just haven't, I, I think that I've always been more of a puck line guy when it comes to the NHL. By the way, yesterday was a clean sweep in the NHL for every team won on the puck line. Every favorite one on the puck line, it's a rarity, as you can attest to in the NHL. Um, it was a squares night celebration just take every favorite run them on the puck line and you get the clean sweep um 
But the answer to your question is no, I don't. I, I will look into it now that you've mentioned it because I'm always really looking more for that value. To me, a team like the Orioles are more valuable than the Yankees. So here a team that's the Yankees are 8-1 and one and they've done nothing to your wallet. And the, Yang, and the Orioles are 5-4. and four, And if you bet against the Orioles, listen to me, I'm in Baltimore. I'm not a fan. Mike, what's that? You deserve to lose. But, like, like, but, but maybe it's, I mean, maybe, they, maybe the Yankees. Well, maybe, maybe maybe the Yankees are, are are a unique example, and maybe you know maybe not others. But wait, no, they're not. What, no, but, Houston well, is the same thing. No, no. Okay, but my point and is, Oakland. my point is, when you're identifying a streak, the Yankees are going to be a big favorite in virtually every game anyway, right? Well, they, so if you right. but if you're identifying them as a streak, then do you not just play the run line? No, and, and then that two ninety nine turns the into eleven hundred. The answer to your question and the listener's question, what you do is you take the team like the Yankees. And this is where, as our good friend Kenny White said, that's the purest sport to parlay. What I will do is take those top teams and I will throw them in a small lottery ticket parlay. Because I know the teams like Oakland, they're useless to your pocket. Houston is useless to your pocket. The Yankees are useless to your pocket. Minnesota is useless to your pocket. Yeah, but, the way my, it, but the point is that they they would be if you're playing the run line. Yes, but you're asking. But but what, I agree with you when they win by one. But my point is, what about when I'd rather take Minnesota, the Yankees, Houston, and Oakland and play a fourteen parlay and not worry about them winning but by what, two? What, what do those other games have to do with the streak we're talking about? Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying you're well, identifying you can make the same a, case for Minnesota. Minnesota's well, nine and two. They're eight and one. Okay. Uh, I mean, Minnesota's I the same thing. They're I mean, five and zero in their last five, but they're actually nine and two overall. They've only lost two games. So when I look at this, these divisions and I look at the teams in the top of their division, the irony is every team in the top of their division has produced no monetary benefit to the better. That's my point. <laughs> that's that's my point. That they would. All right. Well, I, you know what? For next week, I'm going to start looking into it, and maybe I'll even have a little fun. I'll be the I'll be the guinea pig. I'll be the risk taker. Maybe I'll throw a little. You know, on on the run, I just think that for for the fact that the runner advances to second, possibly late in the game. What is it? Tenth inning, Mike. What are the rules? The runner. Well, if there's a. You mean for extra innings or double headers? Double headers and extra innings. So double headers, the games are only seven innings. For double, uh, for an actual extra inning game, that they start the uh, every team starts with a man on second. They right. follow the slow pitch softball rules. Yeah, but I mean, all right. So, uh, what I would say is, I mean, we'll try it. it. We'll look well, at it. Well, but uh, specifically, if the Yankees and you're riding a streak and you're doing the run line thing, you know, if they're the visiting team, well, then you're giving them another chance for a big inning. If they're the home team, they may only need the one run to win, and then you're out of luck. Although the A's did it again with a walk-off grand slam and extra innings. Don't worry, I know. Trust me, all my friends that were on. You know, it's funny. I only heard. I wasn't involved in the game, but you hear it. Obviously, um, uh, gambling Twitter exploded with a walk-off because of everybody having the run line. And my point is, for me, I still go back to the numbers, which the numbers are is that. Look at those. Look at Tampa Bay. Look at Baltimore. Look at Detroit. Look at all these fifty-fifty teams. These fifty-fifty teams are getting the cash. These fifty teams are getting. And again, 
the streak with the Yankees, I hear you, but but for me, like I said, I'm more apt to run the run. But I'm going to look at it. I'm always willing to look and learn. But the bigger issue for me is to kind of like say to the gamblers out there again, it's not here we go again. It's it never changed. It's just in a shortened version. It's never changed. Last year, Houston killed your pocketbook. Last year, all the good teams killed your pocketbook. Last year, the most profitable team in baseball was the Orioles. They will be the most profitable team in this 60-game season. Our good friend Troy, he's got an algorithm. It picks favorites. He's listening. He's going to yell at me at the end of there. He came at me with, you know, with Tampa Bay the other day against the Orioles. I couldn't do it. I said, I love it. I'll watch it. No problem. Of course, the Orioles won. I'm not going to fade them. I'm just not going to take it because I know that a team like the Orioles, if you just blindly bet them every game, especially this is critical, when they're a dog, when they're a dog, you will make money. You can't lose betting on a team like the Orioles when they're a dog. You can lose. Like today's a perfect example. Orioles, 30%, 30 cents. They opened up at 21 cents with Cobb pitching, and now uh, that's the 505 game, and 30 cents. And so you, you look at a situation. What's the, is there a line on that first game with Wajahakowski? How do we say it, Mike? Wajahu? <laughs> <laughs> we got a 5 o'clock game and we got an 8 o'clock game. They're not putting the line on the second game. So, again, for you listeners out there, there's a doubleheader in, Mi- in Miami. Miami, Miami, right? There's a doubleheader in Miami. Guess what? I'm listening. I would never play the Orioles today. Not because they lost yesterday. Because there's no, and you hate the word, value laying wood with... The Orioles, there's no point. They've already proven they're a live dog. Now, when you take a team like San Francisco, the Giants, the Giants are the second most profitable team in baseball. The Giants right now are 5-7, and 5-7, seven, and, seven, and they're plus $400. Think about that. The Yankees are 8-1, eight and, eight and, and they're plus $299. Now, I, I, uh, I misspoke. I said the Orioles were the most profitable team. For all the listeners out there that will send me emails and correct me, I talked about the Rockies having the largest handle in, in, in overtaking the handle in, in, uh, in, in Colorado with legal sports wagering. I said everybody's going to be banging the over. Guess what? Colorado is 8-2. and two. They are plus $658. Here's the interesting stat, Brian. The Colorado Rockies are 6 in two as an underdog. I'm going to repeat that. They have been an underdog eight times, and they're eight and two. <laughs> They've been an underdog eight times. So, guys, don't fade Colorado, especially if they're an underdog. These are little tells you can do early because the line makers are having a, pro- a horrible time valuing these teams. And when you look at teams like a dot, the Dodgers are eight and four. Guess how much money you've made if you bet on the Dodgers? You've lost one hundred and thirty-three dollars. Why? Because they're always a favorite. They're eight and four as a favorite. He's got the numbers going. He's got now, what, the numbers what do you going, guys say? Hold on, I had, I had a funny little uh, dilemma. I wouldn't even call it the dilemma, but right. so okay, the Marlins, okay. the Marlins come off COVID and they shut out the Orioles for nothing yesterday. It's like it made COVID made them stronger, right? Well, wait, so wait, 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 hold about... on, hold on. Who'd they play? Orioles. Yeah, okay. Guess what made them stronger? And then 
And then now, when St. Louis comes off their COVID, you know, little break, should you just blindly take them? Well, who are they playing? <laughs> well, we don't know yet. We don't know how well, long they're they're. But when they come back, you know, is it, it does COVID make you stronger from the break? And because you're getting, you know, I don't know if the team is pumping them with, you know, uh, giving them no the tools to be. <laughs> they whatever. played the Orioles. Yeah, whatever. I'm just trying. It, it's it's one of these things that you just we had no recollection of the past. We can't predict it. Oh, they're fresh. And yeah, yeah, I'm, just funny. Yeah, it's funny yeah, how that okay. works. Well, now this this is something we're talking but, about in but it's, 2020. But it sounds like you're like, well, yeah, but the Cardinals are playing the Yankees. You know, the the uh, uh, the Marlins won, so the, you know, it's a, it's a it's a topic, I guess. Something we've never done before. Well, how is uh, what? It, let's talk about real quick the largest upset versus the point spread. And the question I'm asking is. A 19-point dog winning outright yesterday. You know Junior was on the FaceTime. Dad, I can't believe it. This is unbelievable because he's like a Greek freak. He loves he loves the Greek. He's got all the Milwaukee jerseys. He's all into it, the whole thing. And he calls me. He's like, Dad, I can't believe what I'm watching. Unbelievable. And I said, well, I don't really give it much credence because they're playing in the bubble. I mean, do you look at an upset like that, and because of the way they're playing and they're insulated, do you really apply the same shock and all, or do you say, look, it's anybody's game, they're in the bubble, they're having fun? I will. So that's the first question that I have to you, Brian. The second question that I have to either one of you is, the squares are going to come hard on the Celtics tonight. And in what's called the letdown situation, the letdown, the they just won outright as a 19-point dog. The New Jersey Nets, for those that don't know and are living under a rock, now on ESPN at nine, they're getting nine. They're getting nine at nine here on the East Coast. Do you think that is to me? If I'm going to play, take the contrarian bet, Brian, I'm I'm going with the Nets. As the momentum play, I am not going to step in front of the emotional level. I may lose, but I'm not going to take the reverse and go, well, the Celtics are going to blow them out because the Nets are going to let down. I personally, uh, I would I would stick with, with Brooklyn. I, I think... So you're with me. Well, they, well, they've won two in a row. They're they're clearly having fun and embracing this. Can you and, say Brooklyn? Go ahead. I'm listening. I, I you know, and you look at the Celtics. I mean, where they sit, they're the three seed. Uh, you know, and they're they're pretty locked into where they are. Uh, I think Brooklyn. It's a tootsie roll. You know, at the moment they're 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 having fun. They're playing good. I I. I don't. I don't know about the letdown spot. I just think they're they're loose as a goose, and you know, I I do believe there's there's real something to this. That that uh, you know, some of these teams are just happy to be there and, and embracing it, and others are like, this is a pain in the butt. Brooklyn's obviously uh, having fun. I mean, yeah, I I'd, I'd probably stick with them. I, I looked at that. I. I did look at that, and I thought long and hard about the Celtics, and I said, no, you know what? I'm not going to get in front of this. I'm not calling it a train, but I think Brooklyn's enjoying what they're doing right now. Brian, have you checked out the Brooklyn Nets starting five yesterday? No, I, yeah, I know. I mean, they're introducing themselves to one another before the game. I mean, to see that, and again, they came out hot in the first half. I still believe if 
Giannis played the second half, it would have been a different scenario. Eventually they cooled off, and obviously Milwaukee made a run late. It just wasn't enough, but... You know, that type of situation where they just rest him. I know he had an altercation with a player in the first half, but it wasn't an injury that they let him rest, again, based on the situation, based on a scenario of where they are in the playoffs, in the the seeding. They just gave him a break, and the second half line was only eight. So at the time, they chopped the line in half, and technically you had a good shot as a blind second half better, not knowing if, Obviously, assuming that the Greek freak would play, that was a good second-half wager. But at the end of the day, you know that's what we're going to be dealing with with the bubble is they're not going to make an announcement. They're just going to pull guys, knowing that it's really not more of a home-field advantage situation anymore. It's more like seeding. And if a team is in that two or three spot, it's not going to be that much of a difference whether they're playing the, you know, the, the six or the seven. So... You know, I don't think it's it's going to be more cautious going forward for the next couple of weeks until the playoff hunt. Because, again, these teams are just getting vamped up for the playoffs. We've never seen a playoff scenario like this before, where basically once you're in the playoffs, you're just playing a seven-game series on a home court that says the home court and the fans, the virtual fans are from that team. But is it really a home court advantage? I don't think so because no, they're playing on the same court they're, they're, every night. No, right. there's nothing to it. I mean, if you want to sit there and, and and make the case, you know, the Celtics could do exactly what the Bucks did. You know, I mean, like, again, you know, their game's remaining. The next game is Toronto. Then they've got Orlando, Memphis, and Washington, the toughest team left on their schedule where if they're gauging what they've got in the playoffs and a tune-up, the next game is the, is the one against Toronto to see where they stack up against Toronto. So Boston could be, you know, frankly, you know, sitting there, uh, you know, resting guys a little bit like Milwaukee to save them up for the game coming up on Friday. Yeah, I just think, you know, coming in the playoffs, you're going to see a lot of dark horses prevail. It's not just going to be the standard one or two seed that basically gets through the first couple rounds and then has that home field advantage angle where teams like Boston – teams like the Trailblazers that are just going to get the hottest teams going into the playoffs have a great probability of, of winning the whole thing. It, I'll tell you, the treat is we're talking sports again and analyzing angles and things of that nature. You know, I mean, thankfully, we're, we're, we're back on the beam in that regard. So it's, it's back, interesting. I had a client sure. subscribe yesterday um, for um, – you know, sports that are playing right now, and I, and I, and, and, and you know, as you know, I represent our good friend David Miller, and he called up looking for David Miller's games, and I said, you know, Dave's running a promotion for you know, guys that were with us in March, and Dave made a fortune for him in March, so he was very happy, and he said, and he gave me, he was the first client to give me the what if clause. What if there's no NFL? He's the first client to give me the what if clause, Brian. I've been on the phone, like, more in the last... The week, because obviously we knew it was going to be like a, a, a racing, you know, a race. They just out of the gate they come, right? The phones just explode once the NBA starts. And uh, he was the only person, and he said, I'm going to do the deal through the Super Bowl, 
But what happens if there's no NFL? I said, no problem. We'll take care of you. You'll get extra NBA. The NBA season will restart. I said, the NHL season will restart. There'll be a little break between them and the NBA because we really know that we're going to have NHL with confidence. We know we're going to have um, uh, NBA with confidence, hopefully, knock on wood. But it is interesting that there is the psychology from the clients um, when you're giving them, you know, long-term discounted rate packages through February for the quote-unquote to the Super Bowl, it'll be interesting how many more people, of course, the people listening were going to be funny. They'll call and say, what about it? But, I mean, it really, like on his own to even come up with that, he wanted the clause in there. So there is a little bit of worry. Um, I do see people like Bob Costas coming on different shows in the evening, and he's, you know, I don't know him personally. I have nothing bad to say. I'm great, great sports announcer, but it seems to be like he's one of the guys. And you're you you've been in the sports announcing business for decades, uh, even though you're a young man of some 20 years. Um, so the question is, like, he seems to be against college firmly. That it's just there's no money involved. The kids shouldn't play. You're an athlete. You're getting paid millions. It's up to you to take that decision to do what you're going to do. What's your take on the whole college thing? I think I don't know how, how do you play football if there are no students at the school. You know, then it's then it's clearly nothing but a money grab. Yeah, but was it ever anything but a money grab? you basically said no. it just proves it was a money grab, right? Well. Well, no, well, that's where. Believe me, that's where they. Well, they make a truckload of dough on a lot of fronts, but I, right. I, I just don't know. You know, there's legalities and liabilities and all this other stuff. It's like, you know, how, how do you tell? Seriously, though, I mean, how does the school? We know why they're doing it, but how does the school tell the biology major who's spending forty thousand a year to go to college is in his in his his or her junior year? Uh, that okay, you know, you're learning to be a doctor, and you're doing it over the computer. So you're you're believe me, the retention rate over the computer is garbage. Uh, how do you say to that person who's paying to go to school? Yeah, keep paying us, uh, but you can't come here. But we're going to let the football team come here because we're raking in dough on them. I'm sorry, that's pretty hypocritical. Yeah, no, I agree. So it'll be interesting. Um, it'll be interesting. Like I said to see what actually happens. There's a, I think, what do we have, these 11-game schedule? I saw Maryland actually has a schedule. Um, um, what's, what's the story with you, um, Mike? Do you, uh, what was it, 11-game schedule for the SEC and a 10-game schedule for the ACC, um, these modified little game schedules for college? And, and, again, we can do it off air and we'll look. But and it'll be interesting to see because I, we have obviously you and you and I know um, we have good friends that live in Georgia Brian and they literally tell us that they um, they drive by and they um, their local high schools and they're full practice mode it's like different world down there like in in, in yeah, Georgia but he, they but he, they're playing football yeah but here in Nevada uh, the high school football is a big thing and they've already said they're not they're not playing until February so, you know, it's, yeah, there's, there's no constant, you know, every jurisdiction is different. What is your, um, what's your take on, on, um, NHL and not in terms of the, the, in terms of the results that you've seen so far, I don't mean the take in terms of, are they going to continue to be playing? It's amazing. I think the hockey has been great. The hockey has been great. I think it's been true to form. 
Uh, and the skill level, uh, i got to be honest with you, has been really, really good right out of the gate. I thought they'd have to you know, build up to it. But uh, across the board, the hockey's been spectacular. And the opportunities, morning, noon, or night. We already got one game in the books. Florida does. Dogs winning right now. Let uh, me ask you. Florida uh, avoids elimination, and now uh, Nashville and Arizona start. But we got games all day long. Let me ask you, in terms of you, your original question about the Yankees being on a streak, and then I want to get into some other things, um, what's your opinion of laying the puck line uh, to convert that favorite into a live dog in, in hockey? Do it all the time. Do it all and the time. When, do Carol, you ever lay the VIG and take the plus I, one and a half? I, I, did it, I did it in all three Carolina games. Uh, they swept the Rangers. And they were plus a dollar ninety, and two of the three won. And the one that was a loser was one of the most sickening beats I've ever had in my life. They're up by two and get a power play with two minutes to go with a two goal lead. And you don't need another goal. All they got to do is pass it around and kill the clock. And they turn the puck over, and the guy gets a shorthanded goal. So the the one game they won by one, but. But that there's the premise. Two of the three bets at plus a dollar ninety uh, were a winner, and in uh, Carolina was minus thirty, uh, and then minus forty in the last two games uh, to win outright. But they were plus a dollar ninety on a puck line. So uh, I had them flat, and I had them on the puck line. And. Uh... So, so look, the reality is there's money-making opportunities. I want to ask you, I have a listener in New Jersey that's, uh, he's, he's a, you know, I always find these clients that could, they're, they're, you know, they, they could be, they could, it's just like anything else. There's always a diamond in the rough. And this guy's sharp. This guy's alive better. And he only in-game live wagering. Obviously, he's in Jersey. He's using you know the legal apps that they have, Fanduel and the MGM. And he's not using any offshore sports books. Well, have you aggressively got into the in-game? I know when you do your show on Sunday, uh, you know at Club Madrid, they have iPads and you can do the in-game live wagering. But you personally, uh, have you found not, value not for all, yourself in not it? Not all places. Uh, not all places have the, uh, the in-game wagering on the hockey. Uh, you know, but but yeah, I mean it's yeah yeah. There'll be times where you know, maybe a team gets down a goal. They've been thoroughly outplaying a team, and they're down a goal, and they're like a dollar fifty favorite. But they get down a goal, so now they're plus a dollar forty. Sure, you jump right in. Now, does any of the places in Vegas, like in Jersey, when I say Jersey, the books that are in Jersey, they have what's called, and I'm sure you're familiar with it, the cash-out option. So you can make the wager, and you can actually cash out with less of a profit before the game ends. Do, have you ever gotten no, involved in that yet? Not me. No. You guys? I mean, I personally haven't, but I've seen him do it live, real time. It's pretty interesting. You know, you got you got a thousand on a game as an example, and they're rocking and rolling in the third quarter, and they say, you know, you can grab eight hundred right now or seven hundred. And of course, they could still cover. But what happens is now you're like basically protecting yourself, and then if that team blows the game. You know, you you ran with that money. They can't take it back from you. You're you're going to take less, obviously, while the game is being played. But especially if you have a momentum where the lead is constantly trading. You follow me? No, no doubt, no doubt. Michael, what are you doing? Watching soccer? No, I'm actually. Uh, there's going to be an NBA game starting here shortly. I've been tuning in because we have the luxury of now having NBA all day, every single day. They're playing a little recap of the Suns-Clippers game from yesterday when uh, 
my man Devin Booker hit the game time winner. But it, I've, I think the product has been exceptional. Um, the guys that we're dealing with and the algorithms we're running have been on point. It was it was kind of in the beginning. I was still not a believer of how the bubble is going to play out from the start. I figured eventually we would adjust and, and make just like any normal season when it starts. But we've been hot from the beginning. Baseball's been good. And I just hope it all continues because I already see these uh, training camps for football are up and running. And it's only a matter of time. It's before we blink. It's going to be game one of the regular season. And then, I, you know, I, I hopefully be, it goes as planned. i got to be honest with you, though. I have, and I, boy, I, I hope. A, I just, you know, the, the whole thing calms down. Uh, with social distancing and mitigation and all that stuff. But I will tell you, with what we're watching, with look what the NHL, look what the NBA is doing, then look at the difference with baseball, where they're traveling and going to different markets, and then throw make it football. And football, they're in there hammering each other, slobbering on each other. I... What about you? You know, you say that. What about what I, about UFC? Everybody talks about that. What about UFC? Yeah, but but the, but the point is, they've been playing. UFC was the yes. first major contact sport. No, no, but okay. So okay, you're you're putting a fight card on. There's 20 people. You put the 20 people in a bubble while they prepare for their fight. You test them. They fight. You know, if the NFL team, you're going to have a hundred people in a traveling party. Uh, if the Ravens play at Kansas City, 100 people are going to Kansas City. And then, and then you know, so the problem is if one guy gets it and then you're out there hitting and hammering each other, 17 guys are going to come out of the game that got it. Uh, you know, I mean, what's working is the bubble with the NHL and the NBA. I I just, I, I fingers crossed, I, the, the football thing, you know, we understand that, that you know college football is a slippery slope. You know, but the NFL, you know, with the arrogance and, and you know, yeah, 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 I don't know, man. What what happens in week four if the Arizona Cardinals, if four, thirty-eight guys on Arizona get it, is it a forfeit or what are you doing? Oh, we'll make the game up later in the year. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, know. how many you're talking about? But you're saying. Here's my thing, and, and again, I'm not trying to take the other side of it, but they just had 8, 9, 10, 15 players from Miami get it, and then a week later, and I'm not diminishing the seriousness of the disease, I'm just making a point, and then a week later, they're, they're, uh, they come off, they, they play the Orioles yesterday. I, well, I, so point- no, I get that. And they're for the most part they're young in shape guys and and the big uh, issue with the NFL is the fact and what they're worrying about and let's just call a spade a spade is that they said due to normal BMI body mass index requirements they say something like eighty six percent of all NFL players are considered obese. And that when you get COVID-19, the people that fare the worst with health issues are people that are obese. Even if you're in shape well, well, and you yeah, weigh 300 I mean, pounds, well, God you forbid. still weigh 300 pounds. Yeah, God forbid. I mean, an athlete gets, I mean, really sick. Right. But the point is, the point is, though, if, 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 if something goes rampant through a locker room, you know, you're saying, okay, yeah, well, there was okay, so the Cardinals got it. Yeah, we got to move their game, and then... 
they'll, they should be good. It kind of went through their locker room. I, I'm, I, hey, man, I listen. Yeah, I, I want this all to work. Don't get, get me wrong. But the one thing that's a proven commodity at the moment is sheltering these guys in a bubble. That's working. Well, the qu- the question is why won't the NFL take the position of NHL and I, I've been basketball. asking this. I've been asking it for a week. Is there at least? Is there at least hey, Mike, a discussion do you think your going boy on? Would stay in a bubble. You're, you know, do you think your quarterback, the number one youngest quarterback on the coaches' poll of quarterbacks, players' poll in the history of the NFL, do you think your quarterback, Mike, would sit in the bubble? I believe. I mean, look, these guys when they're playing for they the contract, want to get quarterback for all the hey, listeners hey, out there. They they want to get paid. <laughs> they want to get paid. They'll do what they're told. Now they're saying they're going to find guys if they step out of line. Are you going to control everybody? No, but. I think these guys are at the point where now they've seen a sample of how baseball's playing out and there's guys that test positive. I bet their coaches are telling them, look, this, is, this could stop the whole season. You won't get paid if you don't follow rules. And I think a majority of them will. We're always going to have a, you know, a bad apple in the mix where he's going to go out and do whatever well, he wants to do. And, yeah. They're young guys, man. I mean, If they – Really want to make this happen. I think at this point they've been sitting around long enough. They don't want to cancel the season. They don't want to have a whole year, especially guys on contract years. To you saw the guys that are opting out. Most of the guys have underlying health conditions, or no, they're expecting you, newborns. Well, oh wait a minute, I heard uh, that. Well, go ahead, Brian. Yeah. A lot of these guys that are opting out are guy, are are guys that if they opt out they get a $150,000 paycheck. A lot of the guys that are opting out are opting out because they're on the fence whether they'd even make the team. So they'll sit there and go, "Well, I ain't playing. Pay me $150,000." Cuz you could have a yeah, you, seven, you could have a $700,000 contract, but if you're a coin flip the team, uh coin flip to even make the team, a lot of these guys are opting out saying, "I'll just take the 150 G's." Well, right, and you don't see any huge names opting out. There's a reason behind that. If you saw some crazy, you know, a Drew Brees, an Aaron Rodgers, you know, guys like that that are opting out, then I would feel concerned. But it's, like you said, it's a lot of guys that are right on the cusp of even making the team or they're on that contract year where they don't want to take the risk and they'll just take the money they're guaranteed to make to get the same offer next year for their contract. So it's it's everybody's got a different situation, but at the end of the day, guys are practicing. I saw Tom Brady in practice. He's looking sharp. It's uh I just hope it all goes off as scheduled oh, no, in September. That's that's you know. believe me, we're, we're, it's almost like our you know, what we do, our world spins around its success. And you know, I I just I just I'm just curious. I've I've never heard them you know, give any indication it's even something they'd consider, but I, I really do wonder if if there's some at least concept of a plan B w- with some type of bubble for football. And I and I don't know what you do. You know, it's a the you go you you send the division uh, you send a division to a, a, the problem is you know it's it's not like uh, you you can sit there and play a hockey game in three hours and then play another one in two hours later. 
I mean, if it's a grass field, the field gets mangled. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I just, I, football scares me. I, we, you know, they've been walking around. They've had the luxury of time. Uh, I, I, they're acting like it's a sure shot. I hope it is. Let me ask you personally: Have you are you um, in terms of lifestyle? Because, like for instance, are you personally lifestyle. involving yourself on these early uh, NBA games? Because we have, you know, we have some, you know, let's, you know, it is it is different dynamics sitting here in the office all day and no, being able to watch NBA all day, like every day's a weekend. It's kind of cool. Um, how do, how are you enjoy, are you enjoying the uh, early? Basketball no, from a betting point of view, or are you just too early for you to get well, involved? Well, the hockey, I'm going nuts. I mean, I'm sitting here watching Arizona and Nashville while we're talking. I mean, I, I got breakfast breakfast hockey, afternoon hockey, night hockey. Uh, the NBA, yes. Uh, but I, I'm not sitting here playing you know, games because they're on TV. Uh, like today, I, uh, I think three hockey games, uh, a baseball game, and a basketball game. I mean, I, you know, I mean, this is what we warn the players that's all the time. It? That's it. That, for the listeners, that's it. That's it. Yeah, but you don't sit, sit there. We we tell everybody don't overreact or overreact to what you last witnessed. And we also say don't bet the game. You, you don't have to bet the game because it's the game that's on TV. You know, it may We've not. Been it may, for decades. Uh, you know, I mean, you you know, you gotta you stick with what works and. You know, oh my guy, look, there's a ten o'clock NBA game. I go, okay, let's well, here, play. And then all of a sudden, you're sitting there going, "What? What did I just do?" You know, uh, if I was going to go right. four and one, say you go four and one on the games. Here's what I'm doing. Boom, that's what I like. And then you sit there in that impulse buying, and you throw this NBA game in, and it goes belly up. You're, you're sitting there going, "You know, what did I just do to myself for no reason?" Hundred percent. I, I mean, look from a, from. A, I had a client text me. He goes, imagine the people that had the money line on the Nets. I said, absolutely, most books wouldn't even put that line up, right? 19, there's no money line offered anywhere on those. I don't see. There's no. There's 20-point underdogs. You're not getting a money line and, anywhere. And, and, they may, and they may not even gotten a ticket on it. Right, exactly. What I will say is, looking at this game while we're on the air, if I was going to bet the Nets, I think it is a valid spot for a money line. Like, if you're going to use the momentum, it's not the momentum for them to cover. It's the momentum for them to actually win. I would still play the well, spread and take the nine, but I would well, do what a, you were talking nine, about with the Yankees. Being a nine-point nine dog as opposed to a 19-point dog, you know, obviously, you know, and Boston's a good team. So clearly the odds makers and the number itself is telling you this is a different Brooklyn team at the moment for whatever reason. Um, I mean, you're the numbers guy, and I'm not. I'm not expect you wouldn't have this at your fingertips. You'd find it if you had to. Um, but you know, how many nine point underdogs have won outright in the NBA this year? I would venture a guess. You probably be in double digits, wouldn't you think? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Like I said, from a value pro I know you hate that word, value. And that's the other thing. Uh, the number one, you want to look at, you want to be careful when the line makers catch up for all you listeners to the teams that are doing well. So the most profitable team right now is the Colorado Rockies, followed by the Baltimore Orioles. Ironically, now the Rockies, they opened up at 70 cents. Now they're almost 90 cents. So even though the third most profitable team is the Giants. So, like, again, if you just talk about, you know, not hurting yourself, 
from a value point of view. Don't when everybody gets start following the bandwagon, especially of the favorites, and says they start pumping them up, the value would be on San on the Giants today. The value would be on the Nets today, and then that's on the money line. So for all you guys that are listening, if you want a free parlay, Nets on the money line, Giants on the money line. <laughs> what do you think of that, Brian? That's well, a little fun. That's a little fun one. Well, if that comes in, now, if that comes got, in, they're got, they're calling you in an, our an Exactly. Listen, we got you know. I know we got five six minutes left. Where has there been any good? You got three. You got three four three golf? four minutes left. <laughs> All right, three four. Has there been any huge golf prices in golf? Are you still mainly the head to head? You make most of your money since Mike hasn't switched into the betting on the head to heads. Yeah. Or do you make most of your money on the outright wins with huge prices? Well, on a weekly basis, the matchups. Because, you know, uh, the thing with golf is, uh, you know, I, I got Daniel Berger to win the tournament uh, five or six weeks ago on Sunday morning at 14-1. to 1. Uh, But when you hit, if you hit one or two, 50, 80, 100-to-one shot to win a golf tournament – you know, your whole season and part of the next year is a free roll. So, right. you know, I mean, I, I you invest small on the odds to win on the front end of the tournament because you're getting a balloon number. But the the actual, the, the, the way you're really making money is, okay, I've watched him for two rounds. I like this guy's chances. He's four shots back. I get him at 20 to 1 on Friday night. And then each and every day you're playing matchups. But if you hit and one, you hit been? you hit one home run, man, on the front end. Uh, believe me, I mean, I I had some couple. I would just say this: couple long shot winners that won golf tournaments last year that I'm still playing off that money from last year into this season. Got it. Let me ask you: How's the fanless playing been that you've seen in terms of affecting the players like Mike out on the green? Uh it's actually been really, really, uh, really good. Now, this week's a major, and the rough is going to be a lot more penal. So with no fans, um, guys are going to find themselves in some bad spots that normally would hit the hit the gallery, and they'd be okay. Uh, oh, because the ball can keep going. I get the it. The ball okay. will keep going. A, it could go out of bounds, or B, uh, if you're you know just off the green, it would stop right there, and it's a chip up and down. But there's no fans I mean, there, so that what that Aaron shot by the green now is 25 yards so away from it, the green. So let me just present this to you and Mike. Isn't it a pure without the fans? Because it'd be like it's like bowling with rails. If you have those crowds <laughs> keeping the ball from going back, yes, and absolutely. No, absolutely. So isn't this like the real way you should be playing, where you don't have the I mean, rails yes. up on the on the yes. bowling alley? Yes. I mean, they are playing the golf like like if uh, you know. Well, I mean, now there are no fans, but I've, you know, I've, my I've, son I've was played a great bowler with the I, rails up until we took the rails down. Listen, I've played Pinehurst too. I've played Oak Hill. I've I've played TPC Summerlin where they play, you know, the the Shriners uh, Hospital Open here. And when I played, of course, if I hit it, uh, you know, and, and hit the, you know, and I miss by ten feet and hit the back part of the green, and it hits a hill and goes thirty yards behind the green. Uh, and I'm short-sighted myself, I'm taking a double or a triple bogey. Those guys hit it there. It hits the fans and stop, and they chip it up and down for par. And they're 50 times better than me. Right. So my point is they've had an edge this whole time. Now they got to play like like we all play without fans. Amen. Hey, listen, boys, this uh, 
this time flew by. Glad you guys made out good on the storm. I called you. Thanks. I was worried about you. Uh, you did. There. Glad, glad, glad you're good. Glad you got your. At least you're glad, Mike. Uh, you know that the the hurricane. At least you got to hit a bucket of balls. So. Yeah. <laughs> the, the golf lunatic. I love it, man. That's the game. You. That's it. John, he's been officially. Bit by the bug. Bit by the bug. He's coming in in his little pink plaids. <laughs> He's dressing different coming to work, too. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll do it again next week. We invite you to check it out at sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com.